Darren Waller, tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. I am the Wallers. Man, we're here coming into week three, feeling fortunate this week. Waller, everything going on. I'm here with my co-host, Kyle Combs. How's it going, Kyle? Charles, what's going on, man? Just uh, on the road, back from uh, heading back from Spartanburg, South Carolina. So, uh, you know, they say don't don't drink and drive, don't Drake and drive. I'm going to try not to uh, – hopefully don't podcast and drive is not in that uh, category right there. <laughs> Hey man, as long as uh, as <laughs> long as you're being safe and everything works out, I I think you're good to go. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Knocking on some wood there. Appreciate that. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, um, well, I'm glad to to be doing this again. It's a pretty pretty crazy start. We got three teams at two and zero, oh, three teams at zero oh and two, and a log jam in the middle. Six teams one and one. Sounds like a uh, great intro into week three uh, where we got some primetime matchups and, um, you know, it's still a lot of mystery out there with, with a few teams and and uh, brutal week as far as injuries go in the NFL. And, and we're going to see how that shapes up some of the teams in our league. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I just want to say one quick thing before I move on completely from it. Um, Craven at some point it's going to listen to this. Just want you to know, without that Waller touchdown, that was like crazy BS. I still would have won by .8, and that was with Emmanuel Sanders having a catch on trash last drive. So <laughs> you would have won a lot more heartbreaking if that didn't happen, if that oh. makes you feel any better. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, we'll kind of – we want to start with our instant reactions. Um Kyle, I want to hear your instant reaction uh, from, okay. from this week. Uh, what did you see that, you know, I don't know. What's your instant reaction? <laughs> well, all right, Slick Vic, um, I think right now is a team to beat. Um, you know, for me, it was Weston uh, up until, you know, a heartbreaking injury. Um, another instant reaction, Connor and Jordan, both at 0-2. It's scary. Uh, for two teams that I think usually compete really well uh, in this league and uh, are, are two guys that I would rank in the top four in our league and in, in knowledge of, of athletics and especially in football. Uh, so um, Connor probably number one when it comes to football mind. He's, uh, he played college football. So, yeah, you kind of hate to see it, but uh, – you know, it's going to be interesting to see if he makes any more trades. You know, we, we had a we had a big one that we'll talk about in a little bit. But um, instant reaction, those four teams that I mentioned um, are, are, are huge surprises week two. Yeah, and uh, Connor's definitely hardcore Sacco watch. Uh, he's officially on Sacco watch. And maybe the best year to be Sacco with the punishment, it's, it's not that bad. It's, you know, if anything, we'll see – you know, either how dumb he is with this Wonderlic test or uh, we'll see how smart he is and still suck so bad. So it, either way, it might be a lose-lose if he ends up yeah. in Saka. Yeah, um, but, but, man, my instant reaction is, um, man, Nunnery is in fifth. And, and it's not just like, oh, man, it's week two, Nunnery's in fifth. Like, I think he – we'll talk about this more later, but – Oh, he's I got a he's legit got a, team. 
he's, he's got, good, man. He's got, he's got, like, if you told me right now, instant reaction, obviously you're, that's what you're doing, but yeah, <laughs> he, he could fucking win the league. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be that shocked. Especially, you, know, you look at his bench. Playoff and, time, I mean, it just takes one, all it does is take one person to get knocked out on, uh, on on the playoffs, and and if Nunnery gets in there, I mean, uh, he's got the team to do it. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, and and Nunnery's been Sacco before, and he's making us push. And on the other side, Connor has been champion before, and he's making a push for Sacco. So you know, with Connor being brought up, let's let's recap this trade, Kyle. Oh um, man, uh, I you, you know I think. And you kind of see it. I've seen it in some uh, in some other leagues that I that I know of. But uh, it, it's crazy. Everybody's re- ready to get rid of Kittle. It's kind of reminded me of Paul making that trade last year with Allen. He gets Saquon, and Paul doesn't have a, a championship team, and then gets Saquon back from an injury, and then all of a sudden he's the best team in the league. I think Mooney has that potential. Uh, Raheem Mostert going out is going to hurt him. But, I mean, I think Connor got a lot back as well um, with, you know, with Goddard and, uh, you know, the other two guys that he, he, he was able to get a little bit more depth, which uh, with Saquon going out, he's going to definitely need. Yeah. No, having Ingram is huge now, honestly. Um, and Charles, what do you think about the timing of that? I mean – Pretty crazy. Like, I, I mean, I want to say it was less than uh, an hour before kickoff. It was crazy timing. I, I think someone had some uh, sort of inside information. You know, I need to go ahead and load up on another running back. These, you know, so one of my big guys is going down today. He's got that much football acumen. You know, he's just he's overthinking yeah. it, and, it, <laughs> I've, and Connor's just too smart for everybody. I've gone on kind of the Reddit. I've kind of done a little bit of a Reddit dive. I, I, Connor, Connor, uh, he might have had a little insider trading uh, about some of his guys, and and uh, he had a quick dump before the one p.m. kickoff. Absolutely. Hey, look, if he's Phil Mickelson and Mark Ingram is Clorox, he's <laughs> he, the conspiracy theories are starting to. All I'm saying. Yeah, and it doesn't help, you know. You, anytime you have the chance to make an alliteration, conspiracy, Connor. I mean, that's just easy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm here for that. <laughs> I, I'm here for it as well. And Connor's guy has always been Austin Eckler and Philip Lindsay. Is always his boys. Like Philip Lindsay slipping a little bit this year with you know injuries and Melvin Gordon coming in and um, his other boy uh, Austin Eckler has another guy coming into the backfield that I think is on a lot of waiver wire pickups this week, but uh, unfortunately Kyle Combs uh, co-host of the show drafted Joshua Kelly and and it's looking like a great pick right now. I just want to say sneaky pick. And, and, you know, for those listening, he's he's available. That's all I got to say. He's available. All right. Well, mission accomplished there. Uh, We've got our PSA out about Josh Kelly. Um, he, he does not surf with that name. He is an NFL running back, and he is uh, he is very yeah, that, good. That name that name is like uh, Zach Morris's like rival in Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah. like, 
like fucking Josh Kelly and Zach Morris at the uh, surf club just had a damn duel that episode, you know? Yeah. So w- with all that being said, you know, I just want to, you know, now I had the chance to quickly compliment you. I just wanted to jump back into a review of our locks of the week last week. Um, oh, man. <laughs> brutal, brutal week for, for you with that. Uh, I didn't do much better, but uh, yeah. we both cursed Weston and Mooney live on the air. Um, Weston, <laughs> you do, you know, Weston kind of suffered a tough L he's, uh, I think second in the league in points four and second in the league in points allowed. So, yeah, he's, he's had, he's had a little bit of a run in, um, that, that, uh, you know, it could have went either way with a lot of teams, but, um, but yeah, I, th- I think he's still a dangerous team regardless. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And I feel the same way about Mooney. You know, Nunnery's a damn good team. Mooney scores over 100 points. It was still it was still solid. Plus, he had just made yeah, a trade. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of going to be a tough week with Kittle out, just throwing in O.J. Howard, who, you know, had 1.6 points. Um, yeah, he was he was like O.J. Simpson running away. You know, <laughs> he, was, he was absent. Yeah, he was – he was wearing gloves that didn't have stick them on them because uh, he was dropping yeah. everything. It was very obvious he wasn't cheating. <laughs> um, exactly. So before we um, – oh, also, the other half of the locks of the week, I forgot we did the NFL picks too. Yeah, those um, were that – again, not great for me. Yeah, you had the Saints 38, Raiders 28 prediction. Uh, Raiders kind of shocked us. Breeze didn't look good. Um, I had the Rams 28-23, and they ended up winning, I think it was 37-19. Yeah, big win for the Rams. Um, yeah, I should have I known, known better against Vegas. Opening up in Vegas, um, you know, they, they brought it out. And, and, man, David Carr, he classic early week game, uh, of early season game, excuse me, um, where he looks like he's that all-pro type level, um, and then he's going to shit the bed here in like two weeks. So. Yeah, that's that's more than likely true. Um, yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. So I start out one and one with my locks. You're zero and two. So we'll keep it. We'll keep that yeah. record going on throughout the year, and we'll kind of figure, like we said last time, we'll figure something out in the intern. For sure. Um, well, as much shit as I've given Paul about buying uh fantasy subscriptions and all that and all that mess uh if i don't if i don't win some locks of the week then we ain't gonna be able to listen to my my takes so kind of kind of got to watch what i say you got to yeah he he's out here last week picking the upset connor beating you and i think he missed every pick except for me beating craven which was damn lucky yeah. honestly yeah, um, it was. but Let's uh let's recap these matchups. I know you were gonna um you were gonna yeah, kick I'll us, start off. us off. Yeah. Um we'll just start off with with you versus Craven um in in what was a pretty pretty big back and forth game. You know, Cam Newton is bike. He's officially bike. Um yeah. you know, Fournette, big time play by Craven getting Fournette in there. Tyreek Hill did what Tyreek Hill does. Um, but then you kind of get down to his um, his flex options and his defense, and that's kind of what was the uh, 
was the nail in the coffin for him. I mean, Hines, I think he had one point maybe. Um, and then Snell, who was who looked really good week one with the Steelers, uh, had negative points. And uh, then the Minneapolis defense, which I would never recommend to start, um, they uh, – yeah, you should drop them, Craven. Um they uh, had three points. So, but on the other side, you know, you with the victory, obviously we mentioned Darren Waller, who looked really good. Odell Beckham, shit all over the Bengals <laughs> and uh, got you 16 points. Lamar Jackson did what Lamar Jackson does. And then Chubb, um, you know, he, he also helped uh, lay that, that, uh, that victory down on the Bengals on Thursday night. So, that was a pretty good matchup right there. And, and, and uh, you know, Charles moves to one-on-one. Yep. And, and uh, I feel very fortunate to be one-on-one. I hate would hate the idea of starting 0-2. And, and um, you know, I'm one-on-one along with uh, Weston, who falls to Vikram 132.02 to 157.08. Um, honestly, Weston has a yep. great week. He just ran into a buzzsaw, freaking Aaron Jones. I mean, he, he lit the Lions absolutely on fire. Um, 18 carries, 168 yards, 68 receiving yards. I mean, three three total touchdowns, I think. Um, yep. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh, and then he had Russell Gage starting. He's going with a two tight end uh, combo. But DK went off, and a lot of other guys scored touchdowns for him. Um, on the other side, Russell continues to do his thing. Um, Hunt has a great game, looking Lock good up. for them. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kareem Hunt. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy. They're going to have like two legitimate starters there, and then obviously CMC goes down. That hurts. And um, but Robbie Anderson is looking like a legit like double flex threat this year for Weston. Looks like a great play. Exactly. Um, he he's he's a target for uh old theodore bridgewater over in charlotte for <laughs> yeah sure. no doubt um so and and vicar moves to two and oh so he he's on top of the uh of the standings as well um and then we had uh, uh well kyle you go ahead <laughs> yeah uh no it's good uh you know we got two of my favorite guys that are in this league we you know i i I'd be I'd be lying if I said I was rooting for for somebody. I was I wish both of you guys could win. Uh, we got Allen and Cam. Uh, Allen did not have a great week. Failed to get over a hundred. And I I said it last week on the pod. I said Allen's back. And, and, you know he's former former Goat League champion, um, and uh, he did not show that this week. But I I will say he's got a bright spot in Tyler Hickby. Um, and, uh, Cam, Kyler Murray, one of the, could be, uh, the third straight sophomore quarterback to win MVP in the NFL. It is trending that way. Um, you know, between him and Russ Wilson, those are, those are two, my two impressive guys. So Cam with the big win, 135 to 98. And, uh, you know, it puts both of them kind of jumbled up. Yeah, yeah, they're they're right there in the mix above me. He's sixth, Allen's eighth. I'm ninth. So the good thing is at this yep. point, it's early in the season, and the waiver priority is definitely going to play a factor. So that that works out this week at least. <laughs> um, 
Yes, for we, sure. Uh, we, we got, got you uh, beaten, gone off the Henny. He was certainly gone off the Henny this weekend um, after looking at his lineup. Um, Connor had Saquon, who he inevitably knew was going to go down, so he took the L this week to get the priority. I get it, man. Uh, 2.8. Uh, Tom Brady not not doing anything at all. DJ finally had a good week, but he was his mm. leading scorer. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then Calvin, he's just he's just not getting any no, touchdowns. No, not at all. And he he got better targets and everything, but they were playing from behind. On the other side, your solid running back duo only fourteen point four combined points, but DeAndre and Calvin Ridley mix is going to be tough this year and. Um, you you take the win there, move to two and zero as well. Uh, Connor slips zero and two, like we said, kind of currently in twelfth, so he was definitely on Sacco watch. Um, and then on yeah, the other side, yeah. previous Sacco Nunnery, he plays Mooney this week, which you're going to cover here. But I just want to say real quick, uh, Nunnery is three and two all time versus Mooney over the last four years. Wow, I think wow. he might. <laughs> that is. Uh... That's kind of like the Dolphins having their number on the Patriots all those years during the Pats dynasty. Like, the Dolphins, uh, eh, you know, maybe have made the playoffs, you know, once or twice the last few years. But um, they're not the Patriots or, or even close to it. But yet they seem to always beat them uh, during the regular season at, at least some point. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, what, what was the score of that game? Um, oh, for the record, I'm not saying Mooney. Okay, I, wanna, I was hoping I don't want anybody to get that. Uh, the score was 143 to 107, um, an absolute dismantling. This is the team that scared of week one. Um, thankfully, you know, I, I decided to put up the most points in the league um, and, and was able to escape nunnery, but – I mean, Kamara, 33 points. Uh, Carson is doing what Carson does. Lockett's going to get his uh, when you got Russell Wilson throwing five touchdowns. McLaurin, late touchdown. Um, you know, it, it's just – and you go to his bench, and you got to give a credit to Nunnery and say he's obviously playing the right guys because his bench is not doing much. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a quarterback away – from running away with this league. I'll say that. I, a hot take of the, of the week. He's a quarterback away. If he had Matt Ryan, we would – he might have uh, three – The one year he doesn't overdraft points. on quarterback. I mean, he <laughs> – right, right. Um, but, but you know, Mooney, I don't think it's anything to worry about in the loss. Um, just didn't have a few guys, you know, perform. Like Allen Robinson – uh, he, he's going. He's going to find a way in the end zone. He's done that his whole career. Like, don't expect a four point eight outing from him. Um, and, and you know, having to start OJ Howard, like we talked about already. You know, it's just he just had some low points in some key positions. Yeah, exactly. So. You're right. Um, so they're they're both one and one as well. And uh, so next we go to our last matchup, which was two and zero and zero and two. Paul was two and zero, moved to two and zero. Jordan slipped to zero and two. Um, yeah, so Jordan has Ooh. third priority on the waiver this week. Uh, Paul had some really good outings from Dak, Jay Taylor, 
Uh, Hayden Hurst had a long touchdown, which was big. David Montgomery got back on track, and C.D. Lamb had a hell of a performance. Um, yep. C.D. had nine targets, 106 yards on six catches. Um, Fucking foul. Ah, man, they, they know. They, they, they blow everything, and, and I mean, they blow yeah. more than Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, Georgia sports in general, just the habitual let down. So, yeah, absolutely. Jordan moves to 0-2. Uh, so we've got, you know, all of our matchups we've been on. And uh, I, I hear a, a goat, goat rattling in the background. And uh, Nunnery, are you with us? Goat Nun? I am. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Sir Robert, uh, welcome. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I was excited to get the invitation and then, you know, uh, celebrate coming off of a good week number two. Big, big, big week. Maybe your best performance that I can remember on uh, the last couple of years. Um, you know, did you do anything to celebrate today while you were at work? Did you, you know, maybe indulge in like a Little Debbie snack or have a beer when you got home? No, I, I've always you know, humble has always been a way I describe myself, probably the most <laughs> humble. Um, so I was just more thankful and uh, not surprised, but thankful. So really just a slice of humble pie is all you celebrated. Yeah, I love your, I, like uh, that. I love your oxymoronic uh, start here. Nunnery. Would you expect anything different? So, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so Nunnery, Nunnery, um, just to kind of just do a little icebreaker question, you know, we kind of did Paul the same way. Um, I'll ask you this. What, what's your favorite goat league, goat chat uh, memory in the last, you know, five years that we've been doing this? Hmm. Probably the first uh, goat league. So it needs to be, uh, I guess it would be the first time, everybody, the first time at figure eight or first time for me, at least. Uh Good time, just kind of yeah, meeting yeah. Lake, meeting uh, Muni, and and uh, seeing Allen and everybody again. So I definitely enjoyed that. Definitely, definitely. Um, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention a certain tattoo, <laughs> but uh, you know that's that's definitely been one of the highlights of uh, of the league. And and I think you know even though it was because you you lost the league, like it has kept a lot of a lot of us together and and still um you know fighting to stay out of oh yeah no that that was a uh, replacement you know punishment or sack of punishment from charles but one i wasn't really that disappointed to get so it was uh you know having the 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 goat tattoo permanently uh as a fixture on me um and that's now a big motivational force i lost last year didn't didn't get to do sacco yet because of covid but uh uh, nah. It's like yeah. a daily reminder. Hey, I got to run a five k. <laughs> yeah, it's ingrained in you, know. You're you're fifth in the league right now. You're uh, you're number four in scoring, and and you're three and two all time versus Mooney over the last four years, which I think might be your best record versus anybody over that span. What do you have to say about that? Three and I mean. I, I wasn't keeping track, but I mean, you, you made me smile. If, you know, uh, <laughs> we're here to see a friend, you know, ear to ear. 
but I, at the end of the day, it's not suppressed. You know, it's just you know part of who I am, and and uh, just winning. You know, maybe not winning all the time, but uh, uh, hopefully, just not lose this year. Uh, goal one, then goal two, if you make the playoffs. Yeah, to kind of see you parked in front of of Mooney uh, record wise uh, all time um, is kind of kind of crazy to see, just because kind of. You know, you guys are on the opposite ends of the spectrum as far as records uh, overall. But, uh, but man, congrats on the Thank big you. win this week. Esquire none. As we, we just re-squired. Uh, we just uh, recapped all the games. Um, and we're looking forward to, you know, the rest of the season. What's an instant reaction that you have from the way things are shaping up to – where you could give us maybe a hot take or two. I mean, I just uh, for myself, I think it would be interestingly enough my highest scoring players both lost, uh, Matt Stafford and, and Kamara. So optimistic that they can bring me that many points and still lose a game. So you know, hopefully they stay motivated and, and get better. Um, other than that, uh, I kind of missed quite a, quite a few of the games this week, um, per typical in most weeks. Um, <laughs> but I think that'd be my hot set. You know, I was kind of like, man, they both lost, but optimism. Um, and uh, generally by NFL, I'm hoping Cam Newton, you know, finds his place and, and does well in Boston. I am um, optimistic. Uh, I think Kyle entertained a trade with me, but, you know, I don't want to disclose the, the details of that trade. But I am going to stick to this rule that. of if I continue to break 100 points, I'm keeping the team. Um all right. Uh, okay. With that being said, I'm looking here. You play Paul this upcoming week. You are projected to beat him by one point right now. How do you feel off, off of basically a 40 point win um, this on week two? How do you, how do you feel about going into week three against Paul, who is uh, two and up? I feel good. I mean, I think you know. The team overperformed, I believe, going into the week. I was projected to for Mooney to beat me. Um, but with a one-point loss, I mean, that's uh, – that's, anything can change that. So, I, you know, I feel comfortable. I'd rather, you know, yeah. definitely keep it within five or less points. Um, and I do feel confident enough. Uh, I believe one of my players that, you know, I can't think off the top of my head on the bench might be injured or out for the season. Um uh, so I need to, you know, address that. But, you know, I'm going to keep the team as is. And, um, and you know, uh, it's in the players' hands, but most ultimately, you know, in God's hands. Definitely. Definitely. Nunnery, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Thank you so much for, <laughs> for, for joining us. Um, you know, we're, we're, we definitely feel honored. Um is there any last questions that, that we want to ask Nunnery before we kick him off here? Not that I can think of other than what the fuck is this background? Yeah. Know. Is it my You phone? sound like you're like in the Blair Witch Project filmmaking room. Is it my phone? Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. It's probably my wife. You're good now. It's like a while. clicking. It sounds like a chainsaw massacre i don't know what maybe i'm too far yeah. away from the wi-fi but, but it's all good <laughs> um 
If we do need to redo this one day oh, uh, tomorrow, let me know. No, we're good. Okay, yeah, just blind sure. me. You know, I, I live at my parents in their upstairs loft, so I have to do uh, <laughs> ridiculous recordings in the garage. So they're not like, what okay, the hell talking about? I was going to cut this, but I don't think I am anymore. <laughs> That's great. Um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, Don. I appreciate it, man. Um, I'll, I'll just edit this out so we can just say whatever at this point. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for having me and uh, invite me back again. And I will uh, make some time to sneak back into the garage and we can record some more podcasts. And I think this was way back. For sure, I man. And that... I could be wrong. Probably not. Could be. Um, was this a joke that I mentioned like last year about making a podcast or making a, a show every Monday? Yeah, I think you started this. Yeah, uh, so I, I think I just, it was. I, and make sure I, I that, think that you, you kind of started the trend. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Listen to it. Uh, all right, man. We'll we'll talk with you later, man. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude. Never oh, don't I don't I don't know if I'm going to cut much of that out. Great talking to Nunnery. Man, that guy is an absolute trip. Who who brought him into the group? It was Kyle even though Nunnery's known him from Jack Britt and or Nunnery's known the other guys from Jack Britt for a while. I I think we could all say like me, Jordan, kind of brought him in, but you know, with with Nunnery and I working together at Reed Ross uh, Classical, um, you know, those are those are some of the uh, best times of my life, and it definitely helped shape uh, both of our um, futures. That's for sure. Um, so it was good to have it was good to have him on. Um, like you said, never a dull moment, and uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to bring a new guest on every week and, and with that kind of same energy, you know, where we where Paul and, and Nunnery are going to be tough to follow, but uh, whoever we get on next week is, is definitely going to be a treat. Yeah. Maybe it'll be conspiracy Connor since he's out here nominating himself already. Anyway, we'll see, we'll see man, and, and we'll have to, uh, you know, check everybody's schedule and, and uh, maybe we'll get Jordan who's, who's not even in the, in the chat right Sheesh. now. Unreal. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. So we talked to Nunnery. We recapped everything. Let's, let's get into our, uh, you know, picks for, you know, locks of the week for NFL and fantasy and also just, you know, anything that sticks out to you going forward, you know, as you look at week three matchups. Okay, let's let's keep it fantasy right now. I'm going to – and this is not my lock of the week, but I'm going to say game of the week we got 2-0 and me versus 2-0 yep. Vic. Um, I don't feel great about it. Um, like, I, I, you know, I've, I've praised Vic's team from week one. Um, but I think it's definitely going to be on everybody's radar in the league, uh, just with, you know, the only two, the only game with two and O matchups going, going head to head. So somebody's coming out with an L, um, for the first time this season. And that's always exciting. Um, but we go to lock of the week. I'm sitting here looking at, uh, Jordan 
versus Craven. And I'm going to say no way does Jordan Combs go 0-3. He picks up the big win against Craven. Uh, my favorite name this season, Two Sex, Two Kids, uh, takes another heartbreaker. Jordan gets to the one victory in, in the, in the uh, win column and uh, kind of gets out of that Sacco watch for the, for the uh, time being. All right, I like it. Um, so, yeah, Jordan is currently projected to win that game just as the lineup set, 115 to 104. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I think Gardner Minshew does plenty versus the Dolphins. You got Austin Eckler against the Panthers. That just screams a, a lot of scoring. Miles Sanders is getting yeah. lead role. He's had, you know, 18 carries his first game back. That's looking good. So I, I agree with you there. Um, my lock of the week with the fantasy, and I agree with, you know, obviously you're 2-0 and and 2-0 versus each other. Um, but my lock of the week in fantasy, it ain't no fun if none don't win this week versus Paul. And uh, I love it. I love it this week. Uh, They both start two and one. No way Dak has as great a game as he had. That's going to balance out. Devontae Adams might not play. Another side, Kamara is going to keep it going. Amari's going to eat. A couple of Redskins continue to do well. And he's got a couple of guys he could sub in. Nunnery will figure it out and figure it out. Stay consistent with the theme today. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's it's no fun if there's no win for none. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so so moving on, moving on to the NFL. Um, you know, we we can pick the Chiefs every every week, and and you have a good lock of the week. But what's the fun in that? I'm going with uh, my lock of the week is Bears Falcons. Ain't no fucking way the Falcons lose their first three games of the season. I thought they could have beat the Seahawks. I thought they looked good. I think Matt Ryan has looked the best he's looked in a few years. Um, Whatever happened on Sunday against the Cowboys, I watched it. Uh, Being in Georgia, that's the the local game on Fox. It was embarrassing. They were up nine with like under two to go. They should have won that game. I think the Bears squeaked out two wins start the season and you know hats off to them and it's good to see Mitch Trubisky doing doing good things but ain't no damn way the Falcons lose this week KC's lock of the week Falcons let's get a predictive score just for fun uh it's gonna be close I think it, I think you see um Matt Ryan doesn't throw four touchdowns again like he's done the last two weeks uh I think I think you get 27 to 21. All right. 27-21. Dirty Birds over, well, yeah. I hope I'm right because the spread's only three and a half. I mean, you're looking – there's a lot of higher spreads out there. Yeah, no, I mean, I think – I actually, that was on my radar for my lock of the week as well. But I've got – you know, we're going to keep it – Keep it fun here. Not that this is like a easy pick, but not that it's super crazy. I've got Cardinals two and zero versus the 
Lions 0 and 2, Cardinals move to 3 and 0. Um I'm not sure what the spread is okay. there. Uh let's see. Yep, five, five and, and a half. half Arizona. Um, five and a half. Over under 54 and a half could be a lot of scoring here. Um good luck to the Lions trying to stop Kyler Murray moving around when I mean they can't even stop Aaron Rodgers and Mitchell Trubisky running around. Not that those are bad options, but compared to Kyler Murray uh, running around Wise and Hopkins and Kirk and Fitzgerald, nah. Cardinals moved to three and over for the first time I can remember. All right. Well, I I like that pick, and um, um, I think I think that that's going to be. Uh, you, you might you might be running away with this lock of the week because I, I I definitely took a, a little bit more of a gamble, but I'm just going off. What yeah, I think. it just you felt know, all even though they're favored, it just felt uh, gross picking the Cardinals to start three and zero. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I think they will. And score wise, I think I could see like thirty five twenty seven. I think they cover it. Yeah, um, for sure. So that's our locks. Um, we've, you know, looking at these standings, looking at kind of how these matchups working out. I mean, I guess the other matchups we didn't mention is Wesson versus Allen. Um, we've also got Mooney going up against Connor, um, which is a huge game for Connor. He not mm-hmm. slipped though and three to start. Um, Mooney trying to start two and one, and then you mentioned, you know, the. Uh, Winless bowl of Jordan and Craven, and then we talked about Nunnery and Paul as well. Um, any extreme hot takes or player mentions that you want to throw out there before we wrap up? Uh, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to throw out any hot, ta- any more hot takes or, or anything like that. Um, I think. I think we've covered pretty much everything possible. And, and uh, I just want to say good luck to everybody uh, this upcoming week, except for uh, Vic. <laughs> hey, you know, got to keep it, got to so, keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get, like, no like I'll say, good luck to everybody. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week as we ramp up. Hey man, Charles, it was it was always a fun to, to be able to chop it up and and uh I'm going to end it with uh a poll question. You know, we're going to keep it that way uh kind of going this kind of be the trend to, to kind of close the show off. Um I saw this on on the uh, answer of the internet. If you could play for one fictional sports team, who would it be? Um I'm going to say, for me, it's a tie between the Flint Tropics and the Cucumbers. Oh, man. R-I-P-G. That's great. That's, that's tough. That, so, those are both good. Answer, answer, it in the, answer it in the group me uh, when you get done listening, and uh, we look forward to tuning back in after uh, the week three matchups.